feed efficiency. It's the basis of whether we're profitable or not. We start our tour with stop number one today. Crew, let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us as we ranch it up. I'm Jeff Tigger Earhart. And I'm Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. A big thank you to our partners, Vitelli, Pharmatan, and Imogene Ingredients, the American Galve Association, the Tri-State Livestock News, the Farmer and Rancher Exchange, and the Fence Post, Abrahamson Rodeo Company, Westway Feed Products, Neogen, LA Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, AuctionTime.com, RFD-TV, The Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. Crew, we've got a great show lined up for you today. We're going to be going through the news in just a few minutes and sale barn reports and market information. And of course, we're talking a lot about feed efficiency today. But before we do that, let's just talk fall just for a little bit. Can we do that? Just just take a little bit of yes, time to yes, do that. We can do it's that. my favorite time of the year. So we are officially in fall so this is kind of a little bit did you know i have a few oh, fun facts what did you for put you. together for well, us here's what i got i know this is kind of out of your book i know you like you're the you're the factoidal of, of both of us americans tip typically excuse me refer to this time of year's fall while the british use the word autumn historically oh, okay. fall was called proper. harvest because of the harvest moon i gotcha gotcha okay. okay here's another little one uh fall is caused by the earth's tilt not the distance from the sun when the northern hemisphere tilts towards the sun we get warmer when it tilts away we get cooler so fall and spring are the times of transition ah look, look at, at you, you. Look of, at you're, gonna, you. you're gonna like this okay. last one uh fall tourism aka leaf peeping You've probably heard of that, oh, right? Oh, I've love. I've followed the the changing of the leaves. And when you were in Michigan, states. did did people come to Michigan to see the changing? Absolutely, of the leaves? it's a big thing. They actually have websites that are just around it. Well, they say it's billions of dollars oh, of huge. an industry because in the northeastern part of the United States, they say just in a very small region, it is several billion dollars that people will come each year in span wow. to watch the changing of the colors. I absolutely have that on our bucket list by the way is to head up to the northeastern part of the country we can broadcast our show from you the got it makes all the sense I'm in thinking. the world to me cow country news you know the cow stuff hey everyone this is where we're going to start today china china and the u.s have one thing in common both are struggling with inflation according to new data from the national bureau of statistics of china meat prices through august were up 10.1 percent year over year while pork prices rose 22.4%. China's surging prices confirm earlier reports from this summer, which speculated that rising production could negatively impact the country's meat markets. Reports also pointed to various measures the Chinese government was taking, including asking hog farmers to release more pigs into the market. All the while this year, China's imports of U.S. pork have fallen considerably from 2021's record numbers. Now news from up north, Saskatchewan cattle producers are moving forward in their efforts to build and operate the Canadian province's first federally inspected beef packing plant. The Saskatchewan Stock Growers Association said a recently completed feasibility study showed that with the right marketing strategies and plant management, a facility harvesting between 500 and 1,000 head of cattle per day would be a commercially viable venture, as is 
Saskatchewan produces 30% of Canada's beef cattle. The province's current beef cow herd is approximately 1.1 million head, with roughly the same number of calves born each year. A quarter of a million head are exported either to other provinces or to the United States for slaughter every year, and more than a million leave the province as feeder cattle. The Saskatchewan Stock Growers Association says creating processing capacity in Saskatchewan would add value to beef exported as meat products and incentivize more feeding operations. In a recent NCBA webinar, Dr. Banilla, Doctor of Veterinary Medicine and Cattle Fever Tick Eradication Program Manager at U.S. Department of Agriculture, discussed the Asian longhorn tick and its impacts on the United States agriculture. Asian longhorn ticks originated in Northeast Asia and expanded into Australia and New Zealand. They were probably introduced into the U.S. in the last 10 to 15 years, but the first confirmed case was on sheep in New Jersey in 2017. Asian longhorn ticks have now been confirmed in Arkansas, Connecticut, Delaware, Georgia, Kentucky, Maryland, Missouri, New Jersey, New York, North Carolina, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, Tennessee, Virginia, and West Virginia. Vanilla said Virginia leads the count with 38 known invested counties. Despite inflation cooling down a bit in August, Americans can still expect to pay up on their next trip to the grocery store. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, August Consumer Price Index, the overall cost of food rose 11.4%, with the food at home category, groceries, was up 13.5% year over year. For the overall food category, that's the highest increase since May of 1979. The leap was followed by the other food at home categories, including dairy and related products, up 16.2%, with milk specifically up 17%. Meanwhile, the meats, poultry, fish, and eggs category is up 10.6%, largely due in part to the price of eggs, which is up 39.8%. Now that fall is here and the barbecue season is starting to wind down. The cost of hot dogs and processed meat is still up considerably. That's up 18.3% year over year. Lunch meats, now that schools are all back in session, is up 18.2% year over year. And before we head to break, I want to share just a few prices with you from the Northern Livestock Video Auction earlier this week. For more information, you can go to northernlivestockvideo.com. Check out these prices, y'all. Five weight bred heifers coming in at 203, six and a quarter weight bred heifers at $1.82, six to six and a half weight steers at two bucks up to 208, the bred heifers from 1775 up to 2000 bucks, and then the bred cows, $1,300 up to 2000 Crew, when we come back, stop number one on our Making Cattle Profitable Tour. We're not going to make this one fancy. No clever puns or playing words or sound effects. This one is just pure facts. It's close to weaning time if you haven't already, so did the genetics you used work like you thought they would? Make the decision today with the continental breed of choice. Make crossbreeding easy. Performance, profitability, productivity, Gelvy and Balancer. Now you have the options. Smart, reliable, profitable. The continental breed of choice. Hey, it's Mark Banzi with LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, and AuctionTime.com. Give us a call, 844-775-4762, or look us up online at LivestockMarket.com. Thanks, guys. Nutrition does not need to be difficult or overwhelming or complicated at all. 
Keep things simple with Westway Feed Products. Cow-calf, dairy, feedlots, equine, and custom if you need. You can count on Westway. Westwayfeed.com. Neogen. They're the partner you maybe didn't consider or never knew you needed for your outfit. We are very deep with providing genomic testing to all facets of production. We are very involved in biosecurity and animal safety. Again, all along the chain, and we can add value there. So if you have questions or concerns, contact your animal health distributor. Contact us directly. Go to neogen.com. We're more than happy to help. Neogen. They're the partner you know you need, and now you have. Let's get it on. Cattle battle. Welcome back, everyone. We pretty much have the rest of the year kind of mapped out for y'all and the information that we will be bringing on a weekly basis. And it's pretty much kind of right up until and through even bull sale season. So we are weaning calves, or at least lots of us are, are fixing to wean calves at this time. And it is that time to take measure of our genetics and our management, herd health, nutrition, vaccination programs, etc. The list goes on to see what worked and, and what didn't work and how to make those improvements. And we're going to be talking a lot going forward about the basics of making money in the commercial cattle business, if we can get that figured out. And that is our calves and our calves being able to genetically be more apt to convert feed to gain as quickly and efficiently as possible. So let's talk feed efficiency and how our seed stock producers are using it to select genetic packages for us to use. So stop number one on our feed efficiency tour, if you will, takes us to the Eagle Pass Ranch in Highmore, South Dakota, where they have been selecting for feed efficiency since 2007. Their operation has completed over 5,000 individual feed intake records with the Vitelli Sense System. The Vitelli Sense System and selecting for feed efficiency with Vitelli provides a tool to help producers meet their goals and incorporate feed efficiency into their herd as a heritable trait. A.J. Munger with the Eagle Pass Ranch, great to have you on the show. A.J., you mentioned off-air that your customers are looking for momentum in the feed yard, looking for feed efficiency. Let's talk about how you, with the partnership of Vitelli and the Vitelli Sense System, started moving towards these sought-after genetics. It happened, I think, like in 04, 05. My dad was at a, a BIF conference in uh Mississippi, and he met the folks from what was then GrowSafe, mm -hmm. and he said just a light bulb came on, and you know he couldn't believe that more people weren't intake testing cattle. It makes so much sense. I mean, feed across the industry, whether you know your cow calf or feed yard. I mean, it's your it's your biggest expense. You know, I think our industry is just very output focused. How instrumental has been the Vitelli Sense system in in moving the program in where you said your dad had the foresight to see this was going to be where we needed to go? How major of an impact has the Vitelli Sense system uh, been for that? We wouldn't have been able to do it without uh, the Vitelli Sense system. And it's not only just, you know, the hardware, the nuts and bolts of the the intake system, you know, with the, the bunks and, and all the data acquisition, but it's really all the technical support that goes along with it. And, uh, you know, you really need, uh, you know, to have the, the support behind the product. And I think that's what they've done such a, 
a remarkable job of is is coupling those two because you know really without without one without uh you know the support it would it'd be really tough for us to to be out there troubleshooting it trying to figure out you know what's what's the issue and you know if there is an issue you you hop on the phone with with Vitaly or shoot him an email and you know within within the hour they've responded and got a plan in place and um you know because we got so many things going on and and uh you know this is it definitely adds some some complexity to our performance testing but they've they've really made it much more manageable just with the high quality technical support that they've got behind their product now with that data acquisition that you talked about how difficult or how easy was it to be able to take all of that data that uh, that you just said that that uh, the crew from Vitelli was taking that processing that and then you need to regurgitate that to me a commercial person and I need to understand it to be able to make decisions of what bulls of yours to buy and fit my operation I mean there's a lot of components that got to fit into place for that to be able that is something that is very palatable for me. So how how'd you go about doing that of of getting all of this in a way like I said to make it palatable for me? Early on, uh, you know, we knew that this was something that we had to figure out a way to explain to our our commercial customers and uh, you know, RFI residual feed intake is a concept that's been around for all 50 plus years. I think they were talking about it back in the, in the sixties. It's, uh, you know, a bit of a concept uh, to understand. We kept at it and kept hammering on the message, you know, of what, what exactly RFI is and, and what the benefits are and and how to select for it. And, you know, then over the years, uh, you know, we've said all along, you can't single trait select for, for RFI, you know, you got to use it as a tool in the toolbox, but mm-hmm. it can't be, you know, something that you're just solely focused on. And so we made sure to, to talk about that too. Um, you know, initially we were, uh, you know, just uh, calculating RFI for the contemporary group and ranking them, you know, based on how they did in their contemporary group. And then we'd look at sires and, and see what, you know, the average index ratings were on, on the sires. And that's how we would compare sires. And so that's how it started. Kind of gets back to how progressive Vitaly's been with supporting their product. They've got all this data now. You know, now you're talking about having a lot more power with selection with an EPD versus just a, you know, an actual data point. And so that's been pretty powerful since we started calculating EPDs and that database just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And, you know, at some point, uh, you know, they're already looking at adding genomics to it and, yeah, I think that's really the the next logical step, and eventually, I think just ends up being part of the bioeconomic indexes that we use. Doesn't matter, I guess, what breed association you're working with; they've all got their own indices. And yeah, at some point, intake and RFI are going to be able to be included in those. Uh, you know, some are already, but you know, some of their own data they're not using them. The Vitelli data, which is the biggest database in the world, and so. I think at some point we get there and and are able to incorporate that data and just make those selection tools that much more powerful. It's made a huge difference in in your operation. 
I mean, shoot, you head to your, your webpage, eaglepassranch.com, and, you know, just in one of your tabs, one of your major areas, or is, is just all about feed efficiency. Because we get it. I mean, we got to... We got to have cattle that can travel, right? We got to have locomotion in those cattle, and we got to have cattle that, uh, uh, you know, easy fleshing cattle. We got to have easy doing cattle. So it's kind of like, okay, those are givens. We know that, but now we're really focusing on profitable cattle or statistically profitable cattle, and this has been a major driver. Am I correct with that, AJ? A major driver in how you're putting together your program and your offering. I think you're exactly right. You know, and it just really fits our target customer too. It's been something we've been pretty slow to adopt as an industry is is looking at exactly what our costs are on the on the cow calf side, and and so that's who we've really gone after is uh, you know that's our target audience or those progressive commercial cattlemen that you know understand what their costs are and and realize that this just isn't a a revenue-driven business, there's uh, a pretty substantial cost component of ranching. And, you know, of those costs, feed is is by far the, the largest one. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's, it's worked really well because we're very data-focused. You know, a, a bull's got to be a bull, but... When it comes down to it, it's, it's really, um, you know, sorting them on paper. And, and we do as much performance testing, you know, on the feed intake side. We do a lot of carcass testing as well. And so I think it just really fits our message and with our mission of improving uh, beef quality by, uh, you know, reducing inputs while also maximizing output. You know, we've just, we've had a really great relationship with with Vitelli over the years. And uh, I think everybody should be uh, intake testing their cattle. I'm surprised that uh, we don't do more of it and we're so far ahead now in terms of being able to identify and select for low input low intake cattle it's really made a huge difference not only for our customers but for our own operation too just really looking forward to seeing where we're at after another 15 years of testing aj munger with the eagle pass ranch sharing more of how using feed efficiency in the partnership with vitelli is moving their operation in the direction that their customers have asked. You can find out more information on the Eagle Pass Ranch at eaglepassranch.com, and you can check out Vitelli at vitelli.com. Now stick around. We've got Kirk and the numbers and more of the Ranch It Up radio show right after this. Hey, it's Mark Fanzi with LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, and AuctionTime.com. Give us a call, 844-775-4762, or look us up online at LivestockMarket.com. Thanks, guys. Can I interest you in live calves this winter and spring? How about getting rid of scours? I've talked about Pharmatan from Imogene Ingredients before, and I'm bringing it up now because your cows need to have Pharmatan in their system 90 days pre-calving to help eliminate scours. Pharmatan is now on my team of experts, so if you need some more information or have questions, just get a hold of me. You can head online to PharmatanUSA.com. You can look up Pharmatan on Facebook and Imogene Ingredients or call 515-745-1639. Gelbvi and Balancer, maternal efficiency and moderate mature size are a few of the strengths of Gelvi. Longevity, fertility, pounds of calf wean per cow exposed are all part of that picture. Gelvi and Balancer, the continental breed of choice. 
The Tri-State Livestock News, what ranchers read. Stop by your local sale barn or livestock center and grab the latest issue of the Tri-State Livestock News. From the latest cattle market reports to various news stories within the ag industry, the Tri-State Livestock News covers it all. You can also check us out at tsln.com. And for those of you that might be interested in subscriptions or advertising, please give me a call, Tracy Hawk, at 406-951-3211. The Tri-State Livestock News, what ranchers read. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for staying with us. It's that time in the Ranch It Up Radio Show. We reach out to Kirk Donsbach, Stonex Financial Incorporated. Kirk, I will say that I've talked with several different listeners, and they say that this is probably their favorite part of the radio show. They like everything else. They like the news. They they like the sale barn reports. They like the various different interviews and the information and the edumacations. But they all say they really, really like listening to your commentary for you to put it into perspective because as you've kind of gone along and people have followed you along, they're learning to create their own little maybe charts in their mind and some benchmarks in their mind of where things are and they're able to gauge, okay, where is my operation in relation to some of the numbers that that Kirk is reporting. So wanted to pass that along to you, my friend, and give you some kudos today. Oh, wow, Tigger, that that really means a lot to me. I appreciate that. No, it's not me that's giving you the compliment, though. You know that, right? (laughs) (laughs) I do, I do. What? Uh, what I've never you, heard you give me a compliment. Exactly, now you mention it, exactly right. What? Um, <laughs> what do the numbers look like when we go and we compare last week? What's going on? All right, Tigger, we'll just jump right into it. As of Friday, September sixteenth, October feeders closed one eighty one oh five. That's down four dollars and eighty five cents on the week, with the CME feeder index at one seventy six eighty two. So again, that's the average cash price. Uh, that is down $4.42, leaving our basis negative $2.38 versus the September futures contract. Maybe point out to listeners, that's the first big decline in the feeder index we've seen in quite some time, so take note of that. October Live closed at 145.57 and a half. That's down a quarter of a penny on the week, with cash trading 142 in the south and 142 to 145 and a half in the north leaving the five area weighted average up 62 cents at 142.79 and the basis at negative 271. Our weekly slaughter was 667,000 head. That's 17,000 head more than the same week last year. Choice boxes traded 252.40 down $4.86. So just kind of a quick glance, you see in higher slaughter rates, higher volume of, of supplies leaving choice prices struggling a little bit. To wrap it up, December corn traded $6.79 and a quarter cents, down five and three quarter cents on the week. Now, for those of us that maybe this is their first time tuning into the Ranch It Up radio show, you have a newsletter that you send out every week. Sometimes, um, you know, might send out a couple of different things. If there's alerts or reminders or whatever the case is, people wanting to receive that free, did you hear me, F-R-E-E newsletter. How do they get it, Kirk? Absolutely. To receive my newsletter, text CATTLE, that's C-A-T-T-L-E, to the number 33777. And then that has your email on it too, right? And then if people have more questions and they want to dig a little bit deeper, because that's usually the case, it has your email, and that also is the best way to catch you too, correct? Yeah, it'll have all my contact information at the bottom of that. So phone number, email, 
Uh, and then you'll also receive some some links to the StoneX website, et cetera, et cetera. But the easiest way to initiate the process is to text cattle to 33777. And I got to say, Kirk can get kind of elusive during the day sometimes, whether he's out bailing or whether he's doing this or when I catch him. I think the one time you were on your way, you were trying to pick up some bale twine. I think you were actually standing in line and you were saying, I, I can't talk to you right now. I'm buying parts and I'm buying baler twine. So if you can't get a hold of Kirk, you can always get a hold of me and I'll just kind of keep pushing. And eventually everybody will get to together and visiting somehow. There you go, Tigger. Hey, guys, it's Mark Van Z with LivestockMarket.com. Uh, just wanted to let you guys know what's going on on the hay side of things. Uh, the hay side of it's starting to really heat up. We're seeing more and more hay come in as we get into the end of summer here, and guys that had stuff pre-sold, uh, you know, what what they've got any, if any, left over for surplus. Um, online auctions for it are starting to pick up, too. So I'm kind of floating it out there. I don't know if you guys are in a place where you have any surplus hay that you are able to sell on the cash market. If so, it's starting to, to really turn for you. We had a stick-out deal on this last week's sale. Just 10 bales, but this producer's selling 10 bales a week. That's what he's doing every week. Uh, he's doing 10 bale lots of second-cutting alfalfa, 5 by 6 net wrap, and it's tested, and so he's got the RFD value and all that stuff. Real nice stuff. But he opened it at $5 a bale, brought $105 a bale. So that's kind of where the market's at on that. If that's, you know, in your ballpark and you've got the hay to do it, it's really starting to heat up on there. We all knew this day was coming, and we're starting to see it happen right now. So if you're interested in that, uh, give us a call. We'd love to help you market some hay and get it sold for you. Uh, or you can look us up online at livestockmarket.com. Thanks, guys. I tip my hat to you. From one legend to another. Before we sign off, a big old tip of the hat goes out to the Eagle Pass Ranch. Wishing you good luck on your sale next weekend in California. For more information, you can go to eaglepassranch.com. And now that's going to wrap it up for today. A big thanks from our crew to yours, AJ Munger with the Eagle Pass Ranch, Mark Vanzi with livestockmarket.com, Kirk Donsbach, Stonex Financial Incorporated, and the boss lady Beck who's sitting right over there driving everything. A big thank you to our partners, Vitelli. Pharmatan and Imogene Ingredients, the American Galvey Association, the Tri-State Livestock News, the Farmer and Rancher Exchange, and the Fence Post, Abrahamson Rodeo Company, Westway Feed Products, Neogen, Allied Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, AuctionTime.com, RFDTV, The Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. And crew, so glad you all came with us one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show. Our email is ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Call and text us 24-7 at 707-RANCH20. Spread the good word and join us again next week where it's always Tigger approved. Stay ranchy and ranch it up.